0: You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day guys, welcome to the round 10 magic round live Q&A. Get your questions in as you come into the show, but thank you to everyone supporting the show and leaving all those great reviews on both Spotify and also Apple Podcasts really helps us continue to grow the show, so we're very very appreciative of that. Please join the Talking League competition, so game day Squad. The comp is out now, so we dropped that at 12.00 p.m. and tomorrow we'll be dropping the Talking League merch drop. Get your questions in now and I'll start answering a few traits for the week. I'm going to go Matty Burden to, sorry, Pups to Matty Burden and also going Schneider to Reese e. Robson. So hopefully we all go well this round, but hoping Reece Robson, you know, I've given him the three dates and he's more than kind of fulfilled what I've been looking for, so looking to going to Reese Robson. So let's go to a few questions, got a few early ones in there, a few regulars. Aparima, my man. Thoughts on Garrick? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I wish the timeline was a little bit further out, like really three weeks to go before Origin, like he's a mad left winger, right? And Turbo is the main contributor to that. I know that he would probably be playing like... A lot of fullback during that origin period. But just at 575k, I kind of prefer Nofaluma when he does come back. So it's an interesting one. It's a high-risk one because the great thing about Garrick is that he kicks goals as well. I just kind of worry a little bit around the origin period, especially with Turbo not backing up and then DCE also missing round 13. So... I don't know how many kind of points that they'll score in round 13. So just be careful with that one. I just think you can probably do better with Talon May or wait for David Nafaluma. All right. Uh, Morio. Moriora. Use for Burton. Is it good? Nah, I think you should hold Burton. Burton's in pretty good Oh, sorry, use for... Oh, he's trading out use for burden. Yeah, not a bad one. I wouldn't be trading out Jerome use, especially in the lead-up to Origin. Last year, this was kind of the time where he's kind of really outperformed, especially when Munster goes to Origin. He really, really does step up. C- considering he's a gun half, I just, I just think you hold him for the time being. I just think he's going to... You know, I know that his scores haven't been as great as it were last year. He's still averaging 50. He's probably not a bad price for us that don't have him at 692K to consider maybe bringing him in kind of post our round 13 trade. So at the moment, I think you can hold and try and work out somewhere else, unless you've got a lot of trades. If you've got heaps of trades up your sleeve, let's say plus 22, then it might not be a bad trade because he is leaking a touch of cash and Burden's in really, really good form at the moment. So. Yeah, not a bad one. All right, next question. Ethan Basil, Burton or Reese Robson? Both ticking boxes. I'm getting both this week. So in terms of Burton, I just think it was around me. Corbis had been speaking about it for quite a bit on the podcast, and we both thought that kind of around round nine might be his breakout time and he had his best round for his, the whole season with his 80 last week. I think Matty Burton is just running into a really good draw coming up, and especially – Before he hits the hard teams again, what's going to be great for him this time is, you know, he's had time to, you know, combine with his teammates, build a little bit of form himself and be more than just a kicker. So his draw coming up is Newcastle, Tigers, St. George, Penrith without their players, Parramatta on the back of Origin, Tigers, Cronulla, Rabbitohs, Gold Coast, Newcastle, Cows. So they've got a pretty good draw there. They play the Sharkies twice, but apart from that, I think it's a pretty good draw. So I like that. Reesey Robson, what I'm thinking at the moment is I'm probably going to hold him into about round 15 and then maybe trade him in. I think him and Reed Marney, I think you're going to go pretty much dollar for dollar. And that will kind of allow me to kind of work my way up to Reed, who I do also want. I just kind of thinking about round 13 now and kind of backing Reece Robson. I've done a lot of research on him. I just think at the moment, especially with that utility on the bench at the moment, he brings a lot to the table playing 80 minutes, great defender, and he jumps out of dummy half really, really well. And I think he'll be very, very valuable at the moment. So if you can fit both like me, do it. But in terms of – I think it's going to be more do you have, you know, centre cover and half cover, burden kicks – Ticks both boxes Or is it a hooker You're kind of looking at You might have sold one out So Just have a look At your team needs And I think that will decide I think both of them do, Will do you pretty well Burden obviously A little bit cheaper right now So again Might fit your salary cap A little bit better there As well there Ethan Thank you for your question man Alright Danny Dan how many games Will the dogs win this year TK That's a really interesting question Dan I hope they're going to go Into a bit of a Runner form You know we saw them Beat the Roosters We see them. We saw them beat the Cowboys So yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question. Hopefully they do work their way up. Where are they now? Their second last two wins and seven losses. Like I said, their draw is opening up a little bit. So I expect a lot of those are kind of like 50-50 games, especially the ones at home might even be 60-40 games. So I expect them maybe to win, maybe we're at two wins now. Hopefully they can get it between that eight and nine wins. I think that'll be a pretty successful year, especially considering they sign Reed Money, and Kikau. And I think, you know, go strength strength, just build some combinations for next year, my man. All right. Jackson Murphy, best replacements for Papi. I think at the moment, if you don't have Talon May, I think he's probably your safe bet, especially with him being a dual. The other ones is Joey Manu. I think, especially going into origin, he does really step up, step up around that time because he does play multiple positions. He's got that jewel, like I said. I, look, Meanie's an interesting one. There's a bit of rumours going around now that Tyron Wishart might take the fullback spot. I just don't like that week to week, especially if they lose this week. They're probably expected to lose to Penrith this week, and then what happens then? Does he change it up again? Is it every week he tries to keep the opposition coach guessing? Does he keep moving? You know, It's only a short-term play between four to six weeks anyway. So that's why I kind of don't really want Meany. The guy I really thought was the best out of all of it was Nofaluma, but then he's not on the team sheet this week, so he must be still struggling with his head knock. So... It's one of those things, if you do have cover, maybe wait a week, you might be able to get a no for next week. But in terms of a replacement, like for like this week, I think your two best replacements are Talon May or Joey Manu, especially when you consider round 13, making a little bit of cash as well. All right, next question. Chrissy Cook. Chris Cook, evening, mate. Get a mate. Uh, who to captain out of Cleary, Hines, Grant. Tempted by Grant, especially with all the rain around. You know, it's a great call. I think, you know, Grant's always going to get those tackles up. I guess maybe his attacking stats might kind of dry up a little bit. are the best defending team in the NRL. So I don't think he's going to have as much space as he has had against what the Dragons, Warriors, and against the Knights. He absolutely carved all those three guys up. I expect Cleary massive bounce back. We saw his floor pretty much last week with his 45. With Hines, I think it's a big play this week, especially with Tricky Trindle around. Tricky Trindle's a better goal kicker. He's a hog. So I think he's going to take a fair bit of general play kicking. It's going to be interesting just to see how the Sharkies kind of play because I expect Hines to kind of play the role that Will Kennedy plays because it makes no sense because a lot of their shape involves the fullback and they do need him to play that kind of role and let Tricky kind of direct them around the field. So I think we might see a totally different kind of structure from the Sharkies this week. So I wouldn't be captaining Hines. Clearly, I think we just got to back him. Like, usually after he hits a floor, he hits a pretty good game the week after. So, out of all those guys, I think Cleary will bounce back. He's still the GOAT, man. So, I'm going to back him to get a good score this week. All right. Roland Smith. Hey, mate. Got Cooler and Stotili for my last bench spots. Thoughts? Concern with Stotili? Yeah. I was pretty concerned when he was benched last week. Maybe he's just a little bit cooked. His form's been a little bit up and down, but he hasn't been terrible, I guess. They've been favouring Butcher a little bit to get minutes as well. Let's have a look what supernova is averaging right now. So he's averaging 41, hasn't been the best of seasons. He always relies on a good try. Going into last week, he only played 18 minutes last week. Before that, he'd played literally all the games 80 minutes except for the round two against Manly that he maybe copper HIA. But the form before that, you know, 63-50. So... You know, it's one of those things that you wouldn't hold against anyone that tried to buy him last week against the Titans with the three data, right? But he just didn't get the minutes. So maybe he's carrying a niggly. He's back in the starting lineup this week. So maybe maybe wait till game day. And I know they play very, very late on Sunday, which is never great, but... I guess maybe wait till game day and make a decision then, but maybe you can hold maybe one more week, considering that it maybe was just maybe a niggly that gave him those 18 minutes last week. All right, next question, Jake Deezing, Burden or Hastings? Yeah, Hastings' price is starting to get away a little bit, so probably the last week that you can get him at a reasonable price. I think you still are kind of paying a little bit of top dollar, Burden in a bit of form reversal I think you're going to make a Plenty of cash with him So out of these two I'll probably say Burden this week Because of his jewel Round 13 player And I just think Realistically You know Hastings has been on Absolute fire But I just don't think We've seen the best out of Burden I think we have We're kind of seeing Already the best out of Hastings and I think Burden's still got a little bit Left in the tank all right, Maddie Goodwin, what's your team rank? TK, I'm ranked 1533, Maddie. So, kind of making my way up, especially after starting so poorly, but kind of just grinding away each week, and I think I'm pretty well set for round fifth, round 13 as well. Currently got I think 14 players already. So, I'm looking forward to the next few weeks and hopefully a few of the, you know, calls that I've made, you know, fire. All right, Brycey. Pricey, paps to Teddy like it or Manu and bank the cash to upgrade Tago after the buy. Yeah, it's a really good, it's a really interesting question. I guess Teddy at the moment, like it would be great if you jumped on three weeks ago because you would have got all those price rises. I guess maybe Teddy's maybe even due maybe a lower game. I guess heading into the Origin break, maybe Manu's your man because he does tick a lot of boxes in terms of playing around thirteen. Doesn't have to worry about Origin and also got the jewel. Teddy is an out and out gun though, so I think if you bring him in this week you'll be holding him for the rest of the season. So just kind of maybe if you didn't have as many round 13 players, I think that might kind of change your, you know, selection towards Manu. Otherwise, if you're quite comfortable around what you've got around round 13, I think Teddy's your man because realistically you do want someone of quality to replace pups and I think Teddy more than does that, my man. All right, Isaac Burt. Berg, sorry. Thoughts on Josh King. Yeah, everyone was kind of putting a bit of a sell target, but he's kind of made his way back up, hasn't he, over the last few weeks, Joshy King? One of the great cashies of the season, already put on a couple hundred uh, thousand K. Let's have a look what he's tracking with now. 45, 41, 43. His minutes are consistent, kind of averaging around that 70 minute mark. So still ticking a lot of boxes with the Craig Bellamy. So I don't think you need to sell him quite yet maybe you can just wait for a little while and just keep seeing that slow burn continue because it just looks like he continues to put a little bit of cash on obviously his break even is getting a little bit higher but I don't think he is an urgent one especially with all the fires out at the moment I think he can pretty much put someone else out so yeah I would hold him for the time being all right next question Timmy Ballantyne oh Jesus Timmy always tries to get me what an absolute Goose, all right, Connor Scott, What's your thoughts on Captain this week? Either Hines or DCE. Out of those two, I'll probably say DCE. Just a lot of uncertainty about how Hines will fit into the Sharky structure this week. So, I think you can go DCE on that one. Jackson, what's your trades this week? I'm going pups to Burden, and I'm going Schneider to Reese Robson. Tim Hansen, Puppy and ta- Tafe to Burden and Jackson, or Meany and Jackson with funds left over. I think Burden and Jackson, out of those two, mean he's a very short-term play, so and a very risky play considering that his coach kind of is throwing different things into the media as well at the moment. So I think your play to Burden and Jackson will do you well there, my man. All right, next question. All right, Kurt Glazer. Is Gus Crichton back? Yeah, he's definitely kind of hitting a lot better scores. What, he hit a 60 by memory last week. Let me just pull it up so I can give you an accurate description of what he did. So, he, yeah, 66 and 60 last week, obviously hitting the offloads and tackle breaks back into his game. So, very valuable, obviously cheap in terms of what he brings to the table at 650K. I guess the only bad thing is him going probably to origin, and I think it's probably confirmed with Cameron Murray being out now. But kind of those people that want to hold him long-term and think that his form will continue, I guess it's a really good play, and he ticks, you know, that dual mid-edge kind of cover as well. So, <coughs> excuse me, he ticks a lot of boxes and someone you should definitely consider. Top 5,000, 20% owned at the moment. So, <coughs> definitely uh, a good buy if you want to bring him in this week. It's one of those things that he might not play as much, just depending, like, if he starts that Origin 1, he might not back up in huge minutes the, the next week against Round 14. So... Be an interesting one. Okay, Kit Percy, do Dupapi and Burden as well. Looks hot. Yeah, great trade. It's a trade I'm doing this week. I just think it makes a lot of sense, especially if you've got Stephen Crichton still. I think you can just move him back into the wing fullback spot and you'll be fine there. All right, next question. Who's more important to trade out, Taff, Lee, or Leo Thompson? Yeah, interesting question. I guess Taff's got kind of that flu. I think one of the nights, I guess Leo Thompson's starting, so I wouldn't trade him out. Maybe Edric Lee. I never was a huge fan of what he was doing anyway. But I guess as long as you can field the team, make that your number one priority. But out of those three, I'd probably say put Lee on my top and then Eeyore, Thompson, and then Tough. I'd probably hold for a little bit, at least until kind of troll comes back, at least. I think that's going to be a while, though. All right, next one, uh, Pups, to Meany. I guess the only problem with Meany, again, is job security and where... He's been playing so well on the wing, they might decide to put Wishart at fullback. And then maybe Pups might recover quicker. Uh, I guess it's a really high... He's going to be goal-kicking, which is great. I guess just having a look at his fullback career average, of course, this is at really low teams. He does have a 34 average at a low team, so you expect maybe adding... We, we talked about it on Tuesday. What is it worth? 10 to 20 points him playing for the Storm versus the Bulldogs and Knights. So It's an interesting one. I think he can kind of average around 40. But just to Depends on your trades, man. Like, if you've got a really low amount of trades, I wouldn't do it because you're going to have to trade him back out. So it's an interesting one. I just don't think that you definitely need to do it. I'd probably prefer, like, a Talon May or a Joey manu But it's one of those things. If you're a gunslinger like me, go ahead, my man. All right, next question. Tago Panasini out to get burdened. Definitely wouldn't do Panasini. I actually thought about this. And looking at his form, he's in great form. And, like, last week he scored, like, a high 30s. And he had like 10 points in demerits. So I think well Penasini you can definitely hold, especially you don't want to be just getting rid of all your round 17 players. You know, we've been kind of planning for round 13, but you don't want to just be having no one for round 17. You know not want to be keeping like four or five players at least there so you don't have to be making a huge amount of trades in the next kind of four weeks once we post that round 13. But let's have a look what Penasini actually did do last week. I think it was 37 by memory, and just pulling it up against Penrith, 35. And then he had, what, five missed tackles. He had a turnover. Yeah, five missed tackles, so 10 points in demerit. So that could have been 45. So really good scores. What his scores last six weeks, 56, 28, 55, 48, 38, 35. So definitely wouldn't trade him out. Tago, I wouldn't trade out either. I'm assuming that you've probably got Schneider. I'll definitely do Schneider before I do Tago. Tago's got that jewel. I think that would be handy, just in case you've got players out and things like that. And like his last month hasn't been great. 32, 39, 40, 22. I guess the return of Nathan Cleary's hurt him a little bit because they're running the ball a lot more down the right side, but it is what it is. I'd hold him. It's always going to be rocks and diamonds for these rookies and also with centers. So, you know, they rely on other people to get the ball. So just be careful. You know, just be cool on that one. I think you can just hold him for the time being. All right, next question. Mark Rimmer, Havili. Thoughts? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I took a eye on him yesterday, and I just saw the kind of PPMs that he has been hitting. Obviously, he's only flagged as a hooker, which is quite interesting, considering that, you know, he does spend a lot of time in the mid. Last two weeks, what, a 40 from 43 minutes, 46 from 48 minutes i do expect probably around the same considering that Cameron Murray's out they do lack a little bit of experience in the middle as well i guess again it's it's going to be a high kind of high high risk play 323k though i guess you're not losing too much out of probably him and burbo i'll probably get burbo especially at that price but it's not a bad look especially if you think that he can hold a, a spot on that bench and continue to play good minutes i've seen worse kind of suggestions so He's probably ticking boxes that a lot of other players under, three, uh, under 400K aren't doing at the moment. All right, next question. And, hey, bring your snorkel and flippers for Magic Round. Yeah, I heard it's going to be pretty wet up there. So it's one of those things that, you know, me and my mate that we have a draft team together we're discussing. Maybe you want to maybe put a captain on maybe one of the earlier games when it's not as choppy, right? This Newcastle versus Bulldogs game might be an interesting one with TPJ. He could go nuts as considering that the Knights aren't doing that well in defense. Hopefully he might have a breakout game. He might be someone that you might want to consider as a smoky captain, like high risk captain. But yeah, it's an interesting one, especially with Oh Jesus, Eddie. This is really silly. All right, next one. Moriora, Randall or Starling for Burden. Definitely Randall. I think Starling's still a hold. Still it's going to be week to week, depending on how the Canberra Raiders play as a as a team. I think you definitely want to hold him for round 13. I think he's still got plenty left in the tank there. So, really big fan of Starling. So, just holding that one. David Pups and uh, Brody Jones to Tedesco and Crichton. Yeah, ticking a lot of boxes there, especially with Angus Crichton. Well, you're picking up two roosters, and I know they haven't been in the best of form, even when they flogged the Titans last week. They dropped a lot of ball. But realistically, you're trading out two injured players to two Proven guns, and I think that's a really good trade. The only, you know, downside is both those guys probably going to Origin, but it's one of those things. That, if you're thinking about season keepers, you know, they're really good price right now. So I think they'll do you really, really well in the future. All right, Cameron Bridge, Pups and Starling for Grant and Elliot. ball bro thoughts. Look, Starling and Grant is a big upgrade but the thing is i still like sterling i feel i still think he can average around 50 moving into this origin period of course pups moving out you've got to get someone and maybe can you afford pups the grant yeah but can you have wing cut fullback cover as well so be careful that when you're trading out a gun like pups that you don't leave yourself too short in the wing fullback brigade there cam so i'll just maybe hold off on that trade especially when melbourne have got Penrith like Harry Grant's been on absolute fire I'm just going to pull up his last three games I know he scored a 93 by memory I think on Sunday and he scored a 91 sorry so 91 59 62 77 68 and that's been his last five games so making an absolute ton of cash as well so anyone that got on him top 5,062% I haven't got him yet so smarter people than me but I think you can hold get pups and get some quality wing fullback my man Colin Sutherland Pupin Walters for Crichton Elliott need mid and edge cover well you're ticking two boxes there because you've got two dual mid edge covers so don't mind that trade just make sure that you've got plenty of cover in that wing fullback and I think that trade will do you quite well man All right, next question Jackson Murphy need someone cheap who do I get interesting question I guess you can it's high risk there's two high risk and that's Burbo Ben Trevojevic, and he's going to be playing on the left left centre, where, you know, his brother's going to be bringing in plenty of ball, so it'll be interesting to see if they can put him put him down that edge. Played excellent on that second, right second row last week, but totally different position this week. He is cheap still, so in terms of someone cheap, especially running hitting in round 13, he he'd probably be my pick. We just did have a look at Sarvili, high-risk play, man, but it's one of those things that sometimes you need to take a few risks in fantasy footy, so I think those two are your standouts there at the moment. All right, Joseph Smith, Moses and Pups to Ipaps and Burden or Pups and Max King to Lolo and Burden. Yeah, I like the second bit. I think Moses you can hold. I just think he's a very quality player and I don't think you need to be offloading all your round 17 players right now. Maxie King's probably at the top of the market right now, so it's probably not a urgent kind of sell, but considering the two players you're going to bring in in Lolo and Burden, I really do like this trade. Especially with pups being out for quite a considerable amount of time, and I think you get two guns there as well, who could turn out to be keepers post round thirteen as well. So, Andy, still is that a Roosters jumper? Really nice of you to turn up to work today, Andy. All right, Connor Scott, any thoughts of captain this week? Either Hines or DCE, but Broncos on top form at the moment, so hard. To- Game for Manly. Yeah, interesting. Broncos are in great form, aren't they? Really knocking over, what, the Sharkies and knocking over Bunnies last week. So, you know, they're probably going to be a really tough proposition for Manly. But, you know, out of those two, I probably still think DCE only because we don't know what the Sharkies, how their shape's going to turn up on Sunday. I've got a feeling that... Yeah, it's interesting one. I think Hines will still do some general play kicking, but not to the considerable amount that he has been doing, especially with Tricky next to him. And maybe Tricky might even take the goal kicking, considering he is a lot better goal kicker than Nico Hines, with due respects to that. All right, next question. Josh Jackson, uh, sorry, McHara, Josh Jackson or Angus Crichton? I just like Josh Jackson, the fact that he's not going to go to origin. Consistent player each week. You know, Angus Card, I know he's hit two sixties in a row, but has been a little bit of rocks and diamonds this this year. So struggling for form, even though his fantasy numbers are pretty good, he's still struggling a little bit from what we've seen in, in past years. So it's one of those things I think there's a less expectation around Josh Axon playing Origin, and I think he'll do you well, especially over the next couple of months. All right, best pods for round thirteen, I think guy picking up this week, Recy Robson he's under 1% owner at the moment. So he's probably your only guy because I think guys like TPJ, Lolo, Burton, you know, Cotter, I think they're going to be pretty well-owned running into round 13. So, and then you've got guys like Adam Elliott, you know, Jeremiah, Nani, you know, they're all pretty well-owned. So it be interesting to see, uh, yeah, Robson's only real kind of pod that I've kind of noticed for that round 13 sort of players. So the other guy that I've got is Sammy Walker. but I'm not really liking Sammy at the moment. I can't wait to sell him. So they're the only guys there. All right, Kai, Gilbert to Elliott and Tago to Burden. Yeah, interesting. You are selling out two round 13 players. That's my only thing. I think maybe just make one trade. Maybe the Gilbert to Burden might make make more sense, considering you do have Tago as well and he can help you cover the edge. So I'll probably say Gilbert to Burden if you can afford it. All right, Jordan Mills is the king, the king of good pod, Uh, good pod, Josh King, I don't think Josh, I think Josh King's pretty well owned, my man, so I hope that's who you're talking about, yeah, 12%, so he's not a pod, all right, next question, Uh, Damo, Lennon, Cotter or Robson or Angus Croydon and Madison, so tough to choose, i would probably say Robson only because I'm really petrified that Cotter's going to go to Origin now, so, an interesting one but the other part i'll probably pick ryan madison as well i think he's in great form and again you would not have to worry about him going to origin but Crichton will do you well especially if you're right now you're low on trades if you're low on trades i'd definitely do angus Crichton over madison You've got plenty of trades i think maybe ryan madison will do you some good there all right let's go to the next question you're all right. you're worth getting teddy now yeah i think it's one of those things that if you're willing to kind of keep him for the rest of the year, then definitely get him now. His price might get a little bit out of control considering the form that he's in. But, yeah, if you, you can do maybe some other planning. You've got plenty of trades up your sleeve. Maybe go for someone else. Maybe his teammate, Joey Marnie, might do you some good there, man. All right, Corbin. Puppy and Walters. I think you've already asked that one. Chrissy Cutter. Hey, Legend. Hey, I'm doing well, man. Yourself. I'm. You're doing good. Looking at bringing in Elliot and Marnie and getting pups out. Do I use Jones and either trade or Schneider before he starts losing money? Yeah, interesting one. I definitely like Reed Money. He was right in my calculations this week until Eddie Boy considered. No, well, Ed Durham. He kind of persuaded me to get Robson. Like the Elliott trade, I think maybe a like for like with Jones, considering they're both edge, and then you get that mid jewel as well. Schneider is still is around 13 player. Don't expect him to do very well over the next month, and he's leaking cash. So it's one of those things. At least you get two healthy players and take two injured players out. So that's probably my preference. Don't really like trading, you know, healthy players, especially in front of unhealthy place. I do have no idea when Jones is back as well so I think maybe he's your you sell out there you made plenty of cash from him so I would do that one alright next question Jono love the pod thank you my man and I'm now thinking Pops and Schneider Robson and Garrick hope he gets back to last year's scores love the Robson trade like uh, at the top of the show I did say that Garrick bit of a high risk play especially with no tommy turbo around that origin play we do know what his kind of ceiling is so if Mellie get in any form like they did last year then garrick at his price might be a really really good buy realistically i do kind of prefer someone around that same price level with someone like a talent may who can kind of tick both boxes with the jewel and plays obviously in penrith and then you can kind of decide post origin you might sell maybe a may into a toho so i think that might be a good play for you down the track. All right, next question, Mike John. Thoughts on Clemmer? I just think he's getting a little bit expensive. I don't think I want to pay kind of that seven hundred grand for a mid. He has been playing extended minutes, and they've had a heap of players out as well. They start do getting some troops back. You know, it's going to be interesting over the next few weeks. He's been ripping in. In terms of all the guys out at Penrith, I think, as sorry, Penrith, at Knights, he definitely deserves some praise because there's not a lot happening out there and I think that Dave Clemmer is hitting a lot of numbers. He's kind of hitting that mid-sixties sort of minutes, so that's my only issue there. I just think, considering he's not playing around thirteen, I'd probably consider maybe Lolo as a premium, and then you've got guys like your TPJ second, I think. So I think you can probably pick those two up before you pick a Clemmer up, my man. <clears throat> All right, next question. All right, Scotty Forbes, Tago, uh, um, and to Madison. I think he means Tago to Madison. Yeah, it's an interesting trade. i would hold Tago for the time being. Round 13. I think we can eject on a lot of these players kind of post kind of round 13, do a couple each week into that round 17 buy and yeah, really just cash that money out. We just going to hope that, you know, he doesn't drop too much cash and we can. Just trade him out for some value later on. All right, Michael, Josh King or Gilbert to Gus. I probably prefer... I guess you have made plenty of money from Josh King. He's consistent, though. gets that 70 minutes with Gilbert. It's one of those things that sometimes he starts, sometimes he starts from the bench. And he's a round 13 player that probably won't play Origin, man. So I'd probably probably go Joshy King out of the two of them. But I don't think Gus... Yeah, well, sorry. I do think Gus is a really, really good buy. Just you and me holding him for the rest of the season. So I think you've made plenty of cash from Josh King. I'm assuming you've got some cash in the bank. So, yeah, maybe do Josh King to to Angus Crichton there. All right, Topia, Isaiah Papalili, good captain choice. Yeah, he's a great captain choice, especially going to go in those weather conditions. Parramatta's got a what, they play the second last game against the Roosters, 4 p.m. Sunday. So it's going to be interesting. I think Isaiah Papalili, the more I see him, the more kind of, you fall in love with his fantasy relevance. So I think he's definitely a great captain choice for this week. All right. So, Andy Still, first time commentator, long time listener, loving your work. What are your thoughts getting Burbo? Love your work, brother. Peace out. What's well, the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Andy? Really appreciate that. Burbo's an interesting one because we haven't really seen him play left center starting. He was going to do it last week, but then they switched him on to the right edge. I think you can maybe wait a week, and if he does really well, it might be a like-for-like swap with Taff. So that'll be a very, very interesting one. All right, we'll answer a few more questions, and then I'll say goodnight. All right, Wayne, any thoughts on a trade-out Schneider and Paps for Burden and Teddy or Burden and I-Paps? I love the Burden and I-Paps, my man. I just think that he's going to be someone that you want, especially during Origin when he, when he doesn't play Origin. He's got those jewels well. I think he actually is that the best out of all the jewels. And I think Burton's ticking a lot of boxes at the moment. And with Teddy Gun Origin, I just think it's just a safer bet with IPAPS at the moment. All right, Cesar, my man. Thoughts on Wade, Egan or McInnes want to ship Schneider and have hundred and eighty K. Yeah. Originally I really thought about McInnes. I really want to see him like wear that number thirteen jersey before I do anything, though. My man. Wade Egan's going to be interesting, yeah, like because they've got no hooker on the bench this week. It'll be interesting to see maybe if they move Jazzy there for a bit. Wade does need big minutes to play well, like get those big fantasy scores. I know he ticks a lot of boxes in terms of the round 13 and things like that. i just kind of worry With the Warriors, they just drop games, and their coach is kind of a little bit erratic with his team selections and doing other things. 617K is not the worst, especially if you do get 80 minutes out of him, I do think that He can score well at 80 minutes. Let's see how many times he's played at 80 minutes this week. So three 80-minute games in a row, 45, 53, and 47. So he's ticking some boxes. He's always got that defensive work rate up. Not too bad, man. If if you want a high-risk play, then, yeah, maybe he is your man. Out of him and Robson, though, I do prefer maybe a Wade Robson there. So, all right, a couple more, and then we'll... Uh, have a night out there. Jackson Murphy is Lolo still a trade in? Yeah, definitely, I think still a premium there. He had a couple try like try efforts last week that could have turned his score absolutely massive. So I think he's a premium, especially if you've sold out Haas, I think you definitely need to have Lolo. Alright, Andre, g'day mates. Hey bro, thoughts on Pap and Jones for TPJ and Burden? Love it, because you're trading out two injured players for two guns for round 13, and two guys that I think can continue to be in your team for the rest of the year. So I really like that trade. All right. Last one for the Knights. uh, Knights, sorry. Aparima. How many origin players is too many? Yeah, that's a very, very interesting question at the moment. It's probably another consideration of why I got rid of Payne Haas eventually. So I just think that what I've got at the moment, Tedesco, definitely. Cleary, definitely. And they're my only two definites. Hines could maybe jag a utility spot. I think if, as long as you don't have more than kind of four, I think you'll be doing okay. I'm assuming a lot, a lot of people have got Payne Haas still, so he's probably doing it. Everyone's got Nico, so it's going to be one of those things that if does Freddie Fitler actually pick him, especially if Pups, I don't know if Pups is going to be available. Probably not. Maybe Nick, maybe game one he, he takes the jersey. It would be interesting between him and Jack Wyden. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for all the Spotify and Apple reviews. Really appreciate that. Do definitely get into the Talking League merch or 50% of the profits do go to the Men League Foundations. So just go to rugbyleaguemerch.com or just hit me up on the DMs if you want the direct link. Talking League will get you 10% off any of the Talking League shirts. And just remember, we've got competitions winning NFT, Game Day Squad cards, and also Talking League merch. So just head over to the Facebook page where you're at right now. The Game Day Squad competition, that's out now. And I'll drop the Rugby League merch one tomorrow all right guys hope you really enjoy magic round if you really need some extra help just dm me and i'll get them get to it between work and all that sort of stuff but stay safe out there stay dry and we'll catch you for the potty next week thanks again guys catch up